If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cashback on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cashback isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cashback. And did I mention there are no fees, period? Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is Emily, Henley, and Sammy. And you're listening to Too Scary Didn't Watch. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Too Scary Didn't Watch, the horror movie recap podcast for those too scared to watch for themselves. I'm Emily, and I am too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Henley, and I'm also too scared to watch scary movies. I'm Sammy, and I love watching scary movies, and so I watch them so that you don't have to. And we have another patron-chosen episode for you guys, and I think you're gonna like it. Some of you are really not going to like it, but... Yeah, sorry. But it's not our fault. We didn't pick it. So if you're mad, you can just go ahead and take that up with the patrons. Or better yet, become one yourself. Join on up. So you can vote in polls. You can join a bunch of times, create a bunch of email addresses, and and rig the polls every single freaking time if you want to. <laughs> uh, and the, way, the place that you'd want to do that would be patreon.com slash podcast. <laughs> That's where you'd want to do it. <laughs> And I just also wanted to say a quick thank you to everyone for tagging us in Spotify Wrapped. I forgot to say it last <gasps> yeah. episode, but it's a very fun time of year to see all your guys's favorite podcasts. And like, I like seeing what other podcasts our listeners listen to. It's like mm-hmm. very fun to just see what else is in your top five and just makes us feel really loved and special. And so thank you everyone for for tagging us in those. Yeah. And thank you for listening. Yeah. I always feel so flattered when the other ones are, I don't know, ones that I admire, other podcasts that I yeah, admire. Yeah. It's like you feel like you're in like the cool, cool, cool girl club. You're like, exactly. we, we're, hang- we're hanging out with them. Like they, they invited <laughs> us to the same party. Oh my God. Exactly. <sighs> thank you guys. Thank you. Yeah. Guys. Thank you. Thank you, everybody. But okay, before we get into a movie that I know we're all very excited to talk about. <laughs> so excited. Did anything scary happen to us this week? Well, I have a job now, as as you know. Scary. Scary. Always scary. Perpetually scary. And so I get work emails, you know. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> the other day, everyone else, <laughs> my my the rest of my team was in a meeting. Um, and so this email came to all of us, but like I was basically the only one who could address it in the moment. And it came from one of the pattern makers and who I really like. I, she's really cool. I like her a lot. She kind of runs at a high frequency, you know, like she, you know, it's, she's just one of those people who's like, you know, the stakes, stakes feel high a lot of the time. She sends this email. The title of the email was emergency with an exclamation point. And the body of the email was all caps. Oh boy! For like multiple emails, and oh it was my like, God. <laughs> but it wasn't. It wasn't angry all caps. It was like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, like that energy all caps. And I was just yeah. I, at my computer, being like, what the fuck? How? Like it immediately, my heart rate like skyrocketed. I was just like sitting alone at my computer, being like, um, she's 
freaking out and it also was not a big deal like it was like literally totally fine <laughs> and, and because even when i figured out what she was freaking out about and realized oh it's actually not a problem like she's wrong she's wrong. whatever we cut two different things off of the pattern card and one of them wasn't what she wanted us to cut but we did it for a reason and the other one was correct so she was only seeing the incorrect one and was like you got the wrong uh, pattern uh, here's the updated pattern I'm like good take the take the ticket back talk to the sewing team like it was like <laughs> and i looked it up and was like oh actually yeah we talked about it all good we're good here she's like no you don't understand it's not right <laughs> i was like freaking out not great energy honestly though it just it, it was one of the most delightful things that happened in my day because it was just so surprising like it just like shook it, the routine of my day completely you got a shot of adrenaline you needed I got that a shot, shot of, of adrenaline. adrenaline and because it because it wasn't actually a big deal it just was very funny to me so it was scary it's kind of like a jump scare it was kind of like a jump scare you get really scared and then you laugh because you're like oh i'm silly me that wasn't scary (laughs) (laughs) just work culture stuff is really fascinating also i just like i i can't fathom ever sending an an email in that tone and ever let alone like to many people at work work culture is fascinating you guys work culture is just a lot going on just the polar opposite of that type of work email is the type of work email that slides in that's like as mentioned or oh my as god mentioned yes. previously per my earlier request exactly exactly all the passive aggressive jabs you can put in a work email that see below you know exactly exactly <laughs> or fo- following up quick quick follow up on my previous email oh just you know gentle nudge a gentle nudge are you fucking kidding me? Ooh, my favorite is noted. Noted. We get a lot of respect. Noted. And sometimes you get noted with thanks. It's like, mm, <laughs> do people talk that way? Because I don't think they do. So maybe the all caps is preferable. It honestly, honestly is. I, think it I is. loved it. I love I so um it's it's like a real what you see is what you get kind of email, mm-hmm. which is rare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be like, like here's that. where I'm at right now. It's this. <laughs> I'm freaking out and I want every I'm gonna be transparent about that. I'm losing my shit and I need you to see it and hold it because I can't. I like that. I like that. I really, and I, you know what? I love her and I love her more after that email. Yeah. I want to be more yeah, like that. That's great. Yeah. Let's try to channel that, that <laughs> level of honesty and transparency in all of our interactions. It takes years and years of undoing, of like cultural undoing for me yeah. to get to that place. That would take a long time. Best of luck to us. Um, did anything scary happen to you guys this week? The only thing scary that's happening to me is that it's cold outside. And so the mm. heat is blasting mm. in my house and I'm shriveled up like a little tiny raisin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm so fucking dry, you guys. Like <laughs> I, yeah. My hands... My hands, my everything is, I feel like I'm feeling my age this year. You know, when you were mm. little and the older women in your life were constantly putting on hand lotion. Yes. And you're like, yeah. really? Yes, is I this do. Necessary? I think yep. I've crossed over into that realm now. I now have I'm to. one of Same. those older women who's constantly putting on hand lotion. You have to be. It's like either you're constantly putting on lotion or you have literal cracks in the skin on your hands Mm -hmm. it's upsetting and i just there's no moisture just naturally here no and i have purchased 
three humidifiers now that mm. are just going at full mm. blast in all rooms. And I they make a goddamn difference. They really do. I need to get one. Emily got one too. Yeah. yeah I need they one. are something. I'm a big fan. Big fan of the humidifier. I notice a difference. When I wake up in the morning, I feel much better if there's been a humidifier going all night. It makes a big difference. <laughs> That's the only scary this thing. This is where is we're that. at. This is where we're at. <laughs> I'm terrified. It's funny because for the past two years, our New Year's resolutions have been to, to put more lotion, lotion on more. And it's just making me realize that it's because New Year's resolutions happen in winter. And, and we're that's dry. And our skin is really dry. <laughs> we're really dry. So I'm kind of uh, anticipating that that's going to be a third year in a row resolution for us. I think it is. In more fact, lotion. just as you're saying this, Henley, I'm like feeling my hands and I'm like, they're really dry. And I'm looking across the room and I, and I do have some lotion across the room and mm-hmm. I, I have to go get it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I, I'm, I, I'm going to go get it because I'm so dry. <laughs> yes. Yeah, go get it. You, you, you need it. Thank you. <laughs> you're released. <laughs> um, yeah, I have two, two tubes. On my desk and a couple more in my drawer. I have them next to my bed. I have so much lotion. Gotta, it's you gotta have it. You gotta, you have, gotta it. have it. I got it. <laughs> Great. Um, I'm gonna take us a really different, really different direction here. Great. And it's a little late. This wasn't this week, but I just thought of it. And I wanted to talk about it. Which is that you guys may have heard Henry Kissinger died. Mm, yes. <laughs> yes. Heard about it. Heard about it. <laughs> and I got a feeling that I'd like to create a name for, which is similar to Schadenfreude. <laughs> it's 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 less to do with me being happy that he died, which I am. <laughs> But it's more to do with, I was like, I need to go on Twitter for the next three hours. Mm. Like, I just need to see what everybody is saying. And it's mm-hmm. it's the same feeling I got during Don't Worry Darling press. Mm-hmm. Did you get the feeling when Trump got COVID? When Trump, Trump got COVID and when the Titan submersible was happening, it just is like, takes over my entire brain and I can't think about or do anything else mm-hmm. because it's like something I'm like, so invested in, whether it's good or bad. It's just something that. I feel zero control over the next couple hours of my life. <laughs> Do you guys get this feeling? Yeah. You go into like a uh, sort of a fugue state. It's like a fugue state, I think is what it is. Shot and fugue. <laughs> Shot and fugue. <laughs> Wait, this is, this I is love that. really resonating with me, Sammy. I absolutely know this feeling. I remember several years ago, this is how I got into Twitter, was when Trump did a press conference with Vladimir Putin and basically said he didn't disagree with the FBI and didn't think that Russia was involved at all in uh, meddling with the election. Uh, and I yeah. remember watching the clip of that press conference and being like, oh, I need to see what everyone else has to say about this because everyone must think this is insane, right? I mean, the president of the United States just said the FBI is wrong in support of Putin. Like, that must be crazy, right? Everyone must be turning their backs on Trump right now, right? Of course. Obviously. (laughs) Obviously, they didn't. But I was like, Fox News must not think this is okay. Mm -mm, That's a a tough one to expect. No, no, no. Obviously. Of course. I've learned a lot since then. You had schadenfuga. Schadenfuga. But also, <laughs> but also, it makes me understand, Sammy, your love of Reddit, because I feel like oh, Reddit yeah. is a perfect place to go when you're thinking about something very specific that wouldn't it's necessarily true. be talked about on social media, but there's going to be a subreddit about People it. People are talking about it somewhere, somewhere, somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I was on Reddit. I was on Twitter, or for, ex-formerly formerly known as Twitter. Ugh. 
And it was, I feel like the first time I'd seen Twitter, I like refused to call it X. Uh, yeah, it's not, I don't, if, Ma, HBO is HBO. It's not Max. Yes. Twitter is Twitter, Twitter. It's not Twitter. X. Yeah. I don't know if there's other ones, but Facebook being meta or whatever. Oh yeah. Facebook is Facebook. This, this, this rule though, this rule that we've just, this only applies to corporate entities and objects oh yes other things can rename themselves uh, and and decide what they're called and we honor that and we respect it yeah yeah just um, but, um corporations no i decide well, <laughs> yeah. older white men corrupt with power yeah. they're the ones who can't decide correct just wanted to just wanted to make that clear but twitter was really going off in a fun way it felt like old times and it was like all it took was mm. henry kissinger dying for us to all get on the same page again <laughs> that's all it took what one of my what was your, what are what were some of your favorites that you saw sammy because i do love i do love this the one that really stuck with me is unfortunately somewhere a really evil baby was just born <laughs> I mean, that's good. That's so starting with unfortunately is very funny. Uh, there was a lot of people posting photos of bottles of champagne in their fridge that are labeled Kissinger. They're like, I finally get to drink my Kissinger <gasps> champagne. That's, that's funny. funny. A lot of people had that. My, I just know that my favorite was um, there was one that said, it's really, it's really too bad because Kissinger was so excited to see Wonka. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was good. Wait, I have to look up. There was one more. That really made me laugh. And it might take me a second. I do like when everybody's very funny about stuff like that. Okay, this one. This one says, no matter your politics, it's disrespectful to joke about someone's death. Don't say Henry Kissinger died from a grand piano falling on his head and his mouth turned into <laughs> piano keys and then a big hammer fell on his dick and it honked like a bike horn. Don't say stuff like that. <laughs> 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 you guys, Henry Kissinger was a war criminal who was yep. responsible for the deaths of millions. I will not respect his name. No. Sue me. <laughs> Freaking get a lawyer and sue her. Lawyer up, bitch. See you in court. If it matters so much to you, <laughs> get a fucking lawyer. <sighs> Um, okay, I was trying to think of a segue from Henry Kissinger to this movie, and I, I couldn't do it. They have nothing in common. <laughs> one is pure evil and one is only good. Yeah. Uh -huh. One is borderline divine. <laughs> yes. Sacred, <laughs> some sacred. might say. Sacred and perfect, and nobody could possibly ever have anything bad to say about it. Because today we are talking about the Twilight Saga Eclipse, the third film in the flawless franchise. <laughs> My favorite Twilight movie. I'm just putting this it out there one again. is your favorite. Oh, right. This one is right. Yep. Yep. It came out in 2010, directed by David Slade, written by Melissa Rosenberg, based on the novel by Stephanie Meyer. Starring Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson, Taylor Lautner, Peter Facinelli, Billy Burke, and Bryce Dallas Howard. It's available to rent, uh, VOD, wherever wherever you rent things. Not streaming anywhere right now, unfortunately. Unfortunately, it's not. There is also the uh, um, option to rent the extended edition, which, you know... I, I don't recommend. <laughs> I think with these, you can stick to the version that they deemed correct for theaters. Yeah. I feel like I got everything I needed to know. I got everything I need. So. Um, so, yeah, we I realize this is going to be annoying to some listeners, and I'm sorry. New Moon is behind a paywall. So 
you can listen to our new moon recap by joining our Patreon. But you don't really need to hear it to follow the story. You don't you don't really need it. Except to know that New Moon is Sammy's favorite. You also could right? just watch New Moon. Yeah, you, you could know? watch New Moon. New Moon is my Moon. favorite. I'm I'm not saying it's a bad episode. I mean, I'd listen to it, but I'm sorry <laughs> that it's not free. I do feel bad about it. I feel like some people listeners might also be mad because this is not a horror movie. But yeah, there are monsters in it. Or that or that Joel's not here. Yeah, people really are going to be sad to not have Joel, but he will come. He'll come for Breaking Dawn part one and two, which, yes, obviously we're going to cover eventually mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. because he's never seen those. He's seen as far as Eclipse. I'd never seen Eclipse. This is my first time seeing it. Also, speaking of speaking of Joel, just because we're on the subject, this movie comes or this movie, this episode comes out on his birthday. Happy birthday, Joel, our original correspondent. Um, what a perfect gift to him <laughs> to have this episode and what a gift to us all that we have Joel in our lives. Mm-hmm. But me the mm-hmm. most. <laughs> Joel, we love you. We love Thank you, Joel. You. Me too. Um, the listeners love you. I know that they do. I know they're in their cars right now. They're so excited. And speaking of Joel, also, I will just say, even though she's going to be mad, we do have Silent Jenna with us today. <gasps> she just rolled her eyes so hard. <laughs> she just rolled her eyes so hard. She will be being silent. But just know that she's here. If you felt something different in the air mm, as you listened. That's what it is. Like when people sense the presence of a ghost, you know, it's like, is someone watching me? And they turn around yeah, and there's yeah, no yeah. one there. You probably, you probably felt that as you listened. And maybe there's a ghost, but it might be, it might just be Silent Jenna. Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to tell us some stats about Eclipse. Yeah. Has a 47% on Rotten Tomatoes, okay. 58% on Metacritic, 5.1% on IMDb. So they're pretty standard ratings. New Moon and Breaking Dawn are the lowest. Breaking Dawn is the lowest, and then New Moon. I think the highest is Breaking Dawn Part 2. That makes sense. People love uh, the, the, the last the grand one. finale. Yeah. And there's so many good guest stars in Breaking Dawn Part 2. Just FYI, Lee Pace is in Breaking Dawn Part 2. Oh my god, I fucking forgot about that. So, obviously, it's really good. Obviously, it's really good. How does he have his hands in, like, every fucking good thing? Did you see his Instagram where he posted where he Yes, all the foundation behind the scenes training for his yes his shirtless foundation training is the craziest well because there's a naked fight scene in foundation (gasps) a la um eastern promises oh my god i haven't watched foundation i want to i just watched the naked fight scene (laughs) okay okay there it is that's all i need to that's all i need to watch yeah it's available on youtube check it out yeah of course it is the budget for eclipse was 68 million it made six hundred and ninety-eight point four million. Woo! Holy shit! Ten times. Pretty good. Although this is the only one that had went down from the previous ones. Income mm. gross. New Moon made more than this, but then Breaking Dawn Part One and Two also made more. And we could blame that on this movie, or I think there could be an argument to blame it on New Moon. People, lost I think you could blame it on New Moon. Lost steam at New Moon, and we're like, I think I'm done here. <laughs> but they were wrong about but that. Those people are wrong, <laughs> and you know, I feel sad for them. 
the whole series has made 3.4 billion. Wow. Some trivia. Eclipse. Uh, this is for Emily. Eclipse is Taylor Lautner's favorite book in the series. That's wow. just a little confusing for you, I think. Yeah, it's inc- well, it's also incredibly confusing given that I feel like this is Jacob's most toxic. And it that makes mm. me confused for Taylor Lauder. <laughs> yeah, we gotta have him on and, and dig in on we, this. We'll have him on to address <laughs> to address this. Yeah, certainly. Casting what ifs. Okay, so yes, New Moon is my favorite. I think based on this viewing, Eclipse is still my least favorite. I'm sorry to say. Although with a viewing of Breaking that's Dawn fine. Part One, it could change because that's my other yeah. least favorite. And so, you know, it, that could go down once I rewatch that one. But Something that would have made this shoot way up in the ratings for me <gasps> is a casting what if for Riley. Ooh. Channing Tatum almost played that role. <gasps> oh my <laughs> God. God. I was thinking about that kind of throughout the whole movie. I was like, why didn't this guy become like a famous movie star? Or like, what if this person was actually a famous, became yeah, a famous that person? That would have changed. I mean, that would be incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that I think that would, because part of my problem with this movie is the Riley character. And I guess we can get into it more. It, it's just yeah. a zero character. He's absolutely mm-hmm. nothing. It's zero. There's nothing it's- there. And it's yeah. very boring to me. So we'll talk about that more later. But another casting what if for him was Tom Felton. Is that oh. Malfoy? That's Malfoy, baby. And that would also have been also like that would have been great. But I feel like I'm sure they both turned it down because they're like, this character is a nothing character. And they could have brought yeah. something to it for sure. They could have brought something to it. I also would have loved Tom Felton doing an American accent, which I have seen in Planet of the Apes, and it's very bad. Do we assume they they both turned the part down? Is that what we think I, happened? I don't know. It just said bo- they were both okay. in consideration. Felton might maybe would have turned it down in 2010. He was very famous by then. But how famous was Channing Tatum in 2010? I don't know. That might have been kind of early days for him. Original step up movie. Wow. I mean, he's doing fine. <laughs> yeah. And then this is also pretty interesting. Director what ifs don't usually get a lot of those, but. Uh, the original, or not, sorry, the New Moon was directed by Chris Weitz, who they were going to have direct this one as well, but New Moon was still in post-production as this one. Mm. It, it overlapped too much, so he had to mm. stay on New Moon. So they were going to go with his brother, Paul Weitz, which is funny. And then James Mangold was in the running, J.A. Bayona. He directed The Orphanage. Oh. Great movie. Yeah. Uh, but then this last one, director what if, was Drew Barrymore. Okay. Has she Has directed, she directed other, things? other things? Uh, She directed that movie Whip It. Oh, yeah. With Elliot Page, the roller derby yes. movie. Which I never saw, but it looked kind of fun. It did look fun. 2009. But that's kind of it. So I guess yeah. she decided she didn't want to get into directing after all oh, well. she just wanted to be a scab <laughs> <laughs> no that sucked so much for her because if she had waited like a fucking week she did it yeah she's thinking the same thing she got herself into that but that really was tough to, tough to watch sorry drew hope, sorry drew hope you don't try to cross picket lines again i bet she won't <laughs> they should have had bryce dallas howard direct it and be victoria mm. Ooh, that'd mm-hmm. be fun could have been fun. Channing Tatum in it. 
Bryce Dallas Howard directing. I'll say too, my I think my actual favorite is is number one. It's impossible to beat uh, the baseball scene and the Spider Monkey line and the introduction to the whole goddamn franchise. But yeah, one is really special. As far as the the subsequent movies go, Eclipse is my favorite for really just like one scene. Yes, <laughs> and that scene is undeniably great. Thank you. Thank you. Anyways, okay. That's all the trivia I've got. So shall we take a peek at this trailer? Um, yeah, baby. Jacob, what are you doing? I'm here to warn you. She's leave now. She has a right to know. What? We've been tracking the situation in Seattle for a while. Unexplained disappearances. <laughs> Killings. Someone's creating an army. An army of vampires? They're coming here. This means an ugly fight with lives lost. We're in. As long as we get to kill some vampires. funny that is the most dramatic trailer ever (laughs) the music is very funny i gotta say it makes the movie look like it is non-stop action packed which it it kind of is compared to the other ones the fight scenes are are fun they're so fun oh my god I fucking love this movie. This movie, more than the other ones, Carlisle was making me laugh like every time I looked at him. He's, I was thinking everybody looks, except for honestly, uh, Robert, who looks amazing. Everybody looks their worst in this movie in a way that is so funny. Like something it's happened like the wigs with the wigs really, in this movie. The, the wigs, wigs are out of control in the this wigs. movie. The wigs. Why do their wigs have to look like that? Why? I really don't know. <laughs> They're like that. so bad. They had 60, what, $8 million put into yeah. this movie and wigs got $10 per actor. Like what's happening to these wigs? Especially it's like Carlisle has been in other movies and he always has the same hair, but now it looks like a helmet. In this it one, it really so looks like a silly helmet. in this one. I God, just, it's anytime funny. he was speaking also, because he's always the most severe and serious. And I just am like, I can't take you seriously, my dude. I think he has the most white face pain of all of them, too. Yeah. It's so funny. God, this movie is special. It's really special. It's really such an inflection point in our culture because people were like thirsting for this film when it came out. Didn't it have like break records when for like the opening night? You mean like the first one? Yeah. No, no. This one. This one did. uh, No, this is the first one that went down. This was low. No, no, no. But like the opening night. Oh, maybe opening night. I think it was like the most people that went. Yeah. The most people went to like the midnight showing. It had like the biggest midnight opening. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that this might be the first one I saw in theaters, but I think 
I still didn't. I kind of think I maybe only saw Breaking Dawn Part 2 in theaters, which was a really, really incredible experience. I didn't see any of them in theaters, but if they re-released these in IMAX, oh, baby, you better believe I'd buy a I bet they will right on away. like an anniversary. The 20th anniversary or something? Yeah, we'll be there. When will that be? That'll only be, I mean, the 20th anniversary of the first one is probably not that far away. Yeah, if this one's 2010. Four years? Four or five years? Yeah. Perfect. Can't wait. Anyway, not a, you know, nothing nothing hits quite like Twilight and quite like Twilight Eclipse. Um you just get for me, I've said this before, you get the most bang for your buck in Eclipse, you know? We get so much screen time for everyone I want to get screen time from except Michael Sheen. Correct, there is no Michael Sheen, which that is a problem. Yeah, but it will be rectified. <laughs> He'll be back with with a bang. He'll be back. <laughs> He'll be back with a bang. It's definitely the horniest so far. I mean, there is it's the so horniest many... so far. So far. So far. So far. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen. I haven't seen. So far ones. is an important disclaimer at the end of that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> oh, but I it can't is the wait. horniest so far. So far. So far. A lot of just really chased, really chased <laughs> scenes. <Fucking> annoyingly chased. <laughs> Kind of like God. conspicuously chased. I mean, we'll get to it, but the part with her and Jacob, he needs to warm her up. Almost like a propaganda level chased. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, which is huh. makes a lot of sense. Hmm. Hmm. Um, well, I mean, we can, let's not wait another single second, you know? Let's, let's, let's freaking not delay. Do let's get into it. Let's get into it. It's the bleakest time of the year, so you know what that means. We deserve to get cozy on the couch, rewatch our favorite TikTok videos, and drink a goddamn glass of wine. If you ever struggle to pick out the right bottle, you will love our next sponsor, Naked Wines. Did you know that when you buy wine today, most of the money goes to things like fancy packaging, big budget marketing campaigns, and tax? That is crazy. Naked Wines is a subscription service that seamlessly connects you to the finest independent winemakers on the planet, so you get a box of the market's best quality wines, however often you'd like, for a fraction of the price. And hold on to your butts, you guys, because the deal they have for you is insane. Just wait. So how do they do it? Naked Wines connects winemakers and wine drinkers directly, allowing for vineyard-to-door delivery at up to 60% off what you would normally pay in a store. By cutting out the traditional retail middleman costs and markups, winemakers can pass those savings on to you without skimping on quality. I can't stop talking about Naked Wines. I love that their quiz matches you with bottles that you love, and each shipment includes wines they recommend based on your previous ratings. I'm currently loving their organic options, especially the Chris Condos Cabernet from Mendocino County, and they've been around for 10 years, and they fund over 90 independent winemakers. So with no commitments or membership fees, you can enjoy Naked Wines hassle-free. And the best part, every bottle is a passion project from an independent winemaker, so you're literally making an independent winemaker's dream come true. So head to nakedwines.com slash too scary and enter voucher in the top right when you get to the website and put in too scary for both the code and password to get six bottles of wine for just $39.99 with shipping included. That's $100 off and less than $7 per bottle. So that's nakedwines.com slash too scary and use the code and password too scary and grab six bottles for just $39.99. One last time, that's nakedwines.com slash too scary, code and password 
too scary for $100 off your first six bottles. We all come home after a long day of work, and what's the first thing we do? We take off our bras because they are uncomfortable and constricting, and we're just ready to get out of them by the end of the day. Well, what if I told you that Skims has changed all that? Skims has done the impossible and created an underwire bra that I actually forget that I'm wearing. I didn't think anybody could do it. You guys obviously know how much I love Skims. I have tried many of their other products. I've never been disappointed, but I, yeah, just don't normally love an underwire bra. I prefer bralette, but I've loved everything else I've gotten so much that I thought, you know what? Why not try an underwire bra from Skims? Let's just see. And they did it. They did it, folks. They created my favorite underwire bra I've ever worn. I have the weightless scoop bra. It has this nice like mesh material that's supportive and comfortable, breathable, but still very sexy. And yeah, like I said, I, I do genuinely forget that I'm wearing it. And that is very rare. I, you know, I'm a broken record over here. I love skims. I love skims. I'm sorry. That's just the, the cold hard truth. I will shout it from the rooftops because I want everybody to know. I want everybody to share in my joy and my comfort. So shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H, plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, be sure to let them know that we sent you after you place your order, select podcast in the survey, and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. We open on a dark, rainy Seattle night. We see uh, Riley Beers exiting a bar and walking alone down an alley like a big idiot. <laughs> he hears something. He turns. It's, it's very like cameras moving in corners. He's turning all around. What's where is it? What's this happening? Swoosh, swoosh. Things running around. He someone steals his backpack or something. And he like realizes he's getting attacked or mugged and he's running away. He, he's running away from whatever's chasing him. He hits a dead end, like cliff drop into the ocean. <laughs> and then all of a sudden something runs by and bites his mm -hmm. arm. Mm -hmm. He starts immediately screaming in unbearable pain, looks down, sees the bite mark, starts writhing and screaming on the ground. We know what's happening. Cut two. Bella and Edward in a gorgeous meadow. And he's saying, marry me. And she's saying, change me. And we just sort of go back and forth with that. He really wants her to marry him. But she tells him, you know, I'm 18 years old and that um, will look pretty cuckoo and she has to be brought home promptly before they can before they can sort of make up their minds about what's going to happen marriage or vampire turning um, because she's been grounded and she needs to be home right at four she gets home 
And Charlie, her father, tells her, okay, fine, you, you're not grounded anymore if you go hang out with Jacob, basically. <laughs> Charlie, hot dad. Hot dad must be... Top cop. Top cop hot dad. And he still hates Edward from... Or not hates, but he's like very angry at Edward for like very real... He absolutely should reasons. Edward. And to the point that if I were him edward would not be around or we would maybe move he would not be welcome in my home no yeah yeah. because in new moon he leaves her she's heartbroken but then they like go to rome and don't tell him and yeah it's not good it's not good it's not it's really a very toxic relationship his teenage daughter is in and i would be very concerned um and she says to him (laughs) he she she gets home and he looks at the clock and he's like, wow, Edward's really prompt. Is he trying to like uh, suck up to me or something? And she's like, she says something about, you know, now, now, now he's too prompt for you. And he says, I just feel like you spend too much time together. And she said, Edward is my life. <laughs> Which is such a crazy thing for your 18 year old daughter to say to you. Edward is my life. You better get used to it, dad. Oh, man. But he's like, okay, you won't be grounded anymore if you can go, if you just go hang out with Jacob. Okay. It's for this reason that I want to linger really quickly on the whole movement of this of the plot is based on the idea that Bella doesn't want to get married. She's like really holding strong on that. She's like, I don't want to get married because I'm too young. And like, that's embarrassing, essentially. Basically, she (laughs) says it's embarrassing. Yeah, Yeah. it seems to be the point. It's like you're willing to do fucking anything else. Like there's literally nothing else you want. Like you are willing to do everything for Edward except to get married. I just don't believe it. I'm sorry. I don't believe it. Like, I don't believe that this character wouldn't be like, okay, yeah, let's fucking get married. Like, I don't give a shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's fair. And that, that makes it hard for me to fully buy in. Cause I don't, I don't try. I don't know. I don't know. That does it. Okay. Yeah. Fair. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, it's a, it's a valid point. Also, wait, I also just really want, want to mention too, that the opening lines are Robert Frost poem, fire Mm. and ice, which at first I was like, whoa, the writing in this film is different. And then it's like, she's reading a poem. (laughs) I wrote that down as well because I actually edited something else with that poem in it and I did not remember that it was in this so when oh I was my God, watching this I was like oh my god we gotta take that out of the thing that I did because it's gonna seem like a Twilight <laughs> reference. That's really funny. That's, That's really, really funny. funny. <laughs> That's very funny. Yeah it is. It's a good poem. It's, it's a good poem and she's reading it aloud to Jacob and Meadow because I mean to Edward and Meadow because why not you know mm-hmm. young love etc. Um, but so we get the sense that Jacob won't talk to Bella but she tries to go and see him <laughs> She gets in her car to go drive to the reservation and see Jacob and her car won't start. And then all of a sudden, Edward is in the passenger seat and she realizes that Edward broke her car (laughs) so that she couldn't be a free woman and go see her friend. So um, I have previously said and I'll make my point later that I feel like Edward is at his least toxic in this movie. But this right here is pretty bad. (laughs) Yeah, this scene is tough. This scene is tough, so she doesn't go see Jacob. They're at school the next day and having lunch with their, you know, little high school friends. And Alice all of a sudden gets a concerned look on her face. It's clear she's having a vision of something. Um, Once again, Anna Kendrick in the scene because she's in these movies for like two seconds. Mm -hmm. It's very strange. Gets me every time. You know, 
Bella notices that Alice is having a vision, but uh, Edward is like, oh, no, everything's fine. Don't, no, don't, don't worry about it. Also, the fact that Edward lies to her a lot. In he this, does lie to her a lot. Movie. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he lies to her a lot. Look, I didn't say he's not toxic. I said he's at his <laughs> least toxic. <laughs> okay. Yep. Which on a scale, on an, an Edward scale, still means pretty toxic. It's still, yeah, unacceptable levels. It's still unacceptable partner <laughs> behavior that we don't support. Yep. But he then that afternoon drops Bella off at the police station where her dad, Charlie, works. And as he's dropping her off, he says to her in front of Charlie, oh, Bella, my family wanted to remind you that you have to use your plane ticket that we bought you to go see your mom in Florida. It's going to expire. You have to go to Florida. (laughs) So she's like suspicious of that. But it's like, okay, great. You have to come with me because I have a companion pass. So they take off to go to Florida. Meanwhile, we see the rest of the Cullens gearing up to chase down Victoria. That was uh, the vision that Alice had was that Victoria was on their land. Victoria, if you didn't listen to the New Moon episode, she's the vampire whose partner James tried to kill Bella in the first Twilight. And so they killed James. So she's back for revenge. She's been after Bella this whole freaking time. She can't get over it. I mean, she's got a million years to live. Why not try to, you know, kill this bitch? She's played by Bryce Dallas Howard now. We've got an actor change. Yes, we had an actor change. Um, and so the Collins are, are chasing Victoria down. We have our classic speed motion chase scene through the woods. And they realize that she has entered onto Quillot lands. And so they realize like, oh, we can't get her there. But Emmett doesn't want to let her get away. So he tries to go after her. Paul in werewolf form kind of challenges him and backs him down. And they have a little like little standoff. And in the in that moment, Victoria is able to escape. So the next Monday, I guess, after the weekend in Florida. We did see Bella go to Florida, but it doesn't matter. The next, right? Nothing there matters. No, literally, I like barely even remember one single thing that happens in it because it's so meaningless. That's the thing is like so many things in this movie. I'm just like... It's why we don't need to watch the director's cut already. (laughs) There should have been more things There's just like zero... Other than our like main three characters, there's there's no character happening for anybody else. No, that is true. So Monday... Edward just driving drives Bella back to school. They get out of the car and Jacob's there and he looks pissed. He's in a tight black shirt. The music in this scene, the music is unbelievable. No music. You see Jacob strings swelling. The music goes into like hard rock, like crazy music change. Yeah. It was so obvious. Which is very jarring. Like what? Oh my god! Ow! Get it? Jacob's here. (laughs) Um, and he, yeah, he looks pissed. And Edward has read his mind, and it's like, okay, he wants to talk. So they they go over to him. Bella's pissed at Jacob. She's like, you're never answering my calls. And he said, didn't have anything to say. And she Mm. says, well, I have lots. (laughs) But Jacob shows up to tell Edward. He says, you know. Tell tell Emmett to, you know, b- back off our land. And Bella says, what now? And Edward says, it's nothing. Paul and Emmett had a little, little scuffle over the weekend. And Jacob says, she doesn't know. Mm. And Bella says, no, what? <laughs> and, and Edward says, Jacob, don't say anything. And Jacob says, she has a right to know. <laughs> and he tells her. You know, he, she has a right to know. After all, she's the one the redhead's trying to kill. 
And I gotta say, I'm go. I'm on Team Jacob here. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is fair. <laughs> Delivered in the wrong way and for the wrong reasons, but mm-hmm. correct in that she does. <laughs> she does deserve to know. She says Victoria's here, and Edward's like, yeah, I was trying to protect you. I don't know some shit that he always says. And then, oh, this is when Jacob starts walking away, and she's like, "You couldn't answer my." And I call. She said, "Didn't have anything to say." She says, "Well, I have lots." And then she gets on the back of his motorcycle and drives away with him and doesn't attend school. <laughs> I guess she's about to be a vampire, so literally, who cares? Yeah. Um, but so she goes to the reservation with Jacob, and meet. We meet two new pack members, the newest newest werewolves, which are Leah Clearwater and Seth Clearwater. Leah is so hot. It's Leah like is really hot, and crazy. she has a great little haircut. I love that length of haircut. Yeah. What is that? A bob? It's a bob. <laughs> it looks great on her. She looks incredible she's yeah she's really hot but and she's really hot and she's really mad yeah <laughs> she's spends the whole movie being really mad and so she says something she, oh she like bella shows up and she says something like oh great now i have to deal with this bitch is basically her energy and she runs away and turns into a werewolf and sulks off and i think it's kind of uh surprising because we haven't seen any non-male werewolves till this point, right? And it's surprising to Bella, too. Yeah. And so Jake is talking to her later. She's sort of like, what's up with Leah? Um, And he tells Bella all about imprinting. Mm -hmm. Um, He says that Leah's so mad because she used to date Paul? No. Who's the main one? Sam. 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 She used to date Sam, but then Sam imprinted on Emily, who's her sister, and ended up with Emily, and, and Bella says something like, "Oh yeah, you know, sometimes love just like happens to you," which you know is true. Um, and he says, "No, you don't understand. With werewolves, you imprint on someone, and it's like your soul finds its connection point, and that person is your reason for existing. And like, there's no, it's, it's there's nothing anyone can do about it. It's just like destined to be." She says, you talk about it as if you've experienced it. Mm-hmm. He says, if I had, you'd know. <laughs> so he hasn't. He's still in love with Bella. And at some point in this conversation, she basically reveals to him that she is going to be changed into a vampire after graduation. He gets so mad and he punches a wall and he tells her, better you actually be dead than become one of them which oh, is so, so fucked up her response is like absolutely it's like quiet for a while she kind of moves towards the door and then turns to him and is like i can't believe you just said that <laughs> <laughs> that's a good christmas story impression she barely opens her mouth and then she doesn't leave she doesn't storm out and say, okay, well, you're a piece of shit. See you never. <laughs> um, they just sort of let that be a thing that happens. And we see, meanwhile, see Riley, the vampire, the kid we saw get turned into a vampire at the beginning in Bella's room. He has vampire eyes now. So we know in yep. case we weren't sure that he's a vampire now. Yep. And we see him come into the house, see Charlie sleeping, not kill Charlie, walk up into Bella's room and start touching all her stuff <laughs> picking up a shirt and smelling it creepy shit yeah gross that night when she comes back home edward is there to meet her and immediately is like sniffs sniffs that there was a vampire there and is like walking around and uh, tr- trying to see what happened and is like oh something's wrong so they have a meeting at the collins house 
Alice has a vision of who it was, mm. and but she doesn't know. And and but Edward can read her mind and sees like, oh, it's this kid from Forks who's been missing for a year because he saw like Charlie was working that case. Um, and it, they're like, that doesn't make sense. Like, we don't have a connection to him. What's this guy? They're trying to figure out why someone would be in Bella's room and not kill Charlie. Like, there's clearly a plan here. Yep. But they don't know what it is. They suspect maybe it's a Volturi, but they're like, no, that doesn't make sense. Alice is watching the Eros' decisions. Eros is Michael Sheen, right? Yep. She's watching his decisions. So she's like, I didn't see him decide to do anything like this, but suspicious. And we don't know why. But we know that the Cullens have to hunt to keep their strength up. So while they hunt, because now we have to do, you know, what we love to do, which is a constant rotation of protection detail on Bella. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. She can never be alone. Um, so the Cullens go to hunt and she goes to the reservation with Jacob to be protected by the werewolves. Uh, Jacob says he's going to take her to a tribal council meeting. While she's there, she learns the story of how the cold ones came to be in that area and how um, why they the werewolves came into existence, which is that vampires came and started killing a bunch of the quillet because they, you know, drink blood. And they, the werewolves or the quillet fought back and killed one of the vampires. And then his mate, which I think they call her, I guess, you know, wolf speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, his mate comes back for revenge and just like starts slaughtering all of them. And that's when the chief turned into a werewolf, right? It was like in response to the vampires being there and needing to like protect the tribe. But the werewolf lady was really close to murdering the chief. And so in order to stop that from happening, his third wife, which they call her the third wife so many times, which is just an interesting detail. (laughs) The third wife takes out a knife and stabs herself, sacrificing herself to distract the werewolf lady with her blood and distract the the vampire lady. Sorry. Yeah. Distract the vampire lady with the blood, giving the chief, the werewolf, the opportunity to kill the vampire. And so... Now the legend is that whenever vampires are near, more werewolves, more people turn into werewolves as like a sort of, it's like a, you know, one chicken and egg situation, you know, one causes the other one. Um, yeah, I was a little confused why she didn't stab herself in the hand. She does stab herself in the stomach. <laughs> she kills herself. It is yeah. a mortal wound. It's pretty dramatic, honestly. And it gives them the chance to get an upper hand so that they can kill the vampire. And it's like, you could have survived this if you had stabbed a different spot. Yeah, what an idiot. Um, maybe <laughs> Bella's going to take that maybe advice to heart. But hmm. also, at the beginning of this scene, I just wanted to call out, Jacob's not wearing a shirt. And <laughs> as Edward drops Bella off, he's like, doesn't he own a shirt? He's so mad. And Edward or Jacob comes up and hugs Bella and goes, hey, beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) I hate Jacob. (laughs) He is disgusting to me. (laughs) God, he's disgusting. Yeah. Henley, where were you falling? Are you still team Jacob or are you team no one? I'm team no one. (laughs) But if you had to choose which you do. Yeah, there's actually, I don't know why I even said that. There's only two options. It's not an option. You have to choose. And we can ask you again in a in a, a little bit because I'm again I'm pretty confident where we all need to stand mm. after this film. No, I know, I know. I feel like I'm team. 
I don't, I don't say, it. <laughs> say it. Say <laughs> it. I don't know. I need you to say it. <laughs> I don't know. His whole like waiting the whole marriage thing also just it just freaks me out him you being have like, to pick one you have to, you be have pure. to pick one you and you have to say which one you, you have pick. to pick one by the you. end if you want more time to think about it that's fine but by the end of this episode you're gonna have to say okay i'm gonna think about it <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna have to say we're not ending the episode until you say <laughs> i have to say it okay i'm thinking about it right now i'm still thinking okay, about great. it okay. i okay, do want to say that i feel like jacob has the funniest lines not on he purpose does. but he and for the sure has delivery the, yep. the funniest lines and the funniest delivery the funniest delivery that you can so see was been has been clearly directed where the line where he says at yeah. least we'll get to i'll get to kill some vampires can't you see the director being like no jacob don't say it at least i'll get to kill some vampires don't say it that way you gotta say some vampires Put the emphasis on some <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> at least i get to kill some vampires nope jake uh sorry taylor uh, taylor, taylor. <laughs> take that again and this time <laughs> the whole point is they're in the room with you and you need to have that as context anyway um, yeah uh so for that reason i'm team jacob but i don't want to say my final answer till the end okay, okay great okay great <laughs> but you're gonna have to say it um we see we cut to seattle and we see um more newborns have been created so there's oh, sorry, have we gotten to the discussion say, of newborns we we're about to but we see more vampires uh, our Riley has more vampires around him. He has like turned. We see that he has turned some people, and there's like a a young girl who's like a young teenager who's really really scared, and he's like, "I know what's happening to you. Like you're going to be okay. You're becoming a vampire." Does basically. she even get a line in this movie ever? Mm, maybe like one. I think she might say like, "What's happening to me?" This is another one that like really irritates me. I'm like, could we not have had one scene with this girl to find out literally anything about her? No, who needs it? <laughs> Keep the Florida scene. Keep the Florida scene. She just looks scared. That's her. That's the whole personality. Her, yeah, her personality is scared, and she she does it great. <laughs> um, and then so yeah, back at the Collins, they're watching the news about like chaos in Seattle, the uh, crazy mass murderers out on the loose, and they realize they're like, oh, this is newborns, and this is where we first hear about newborns, which is brand new baby vampires who are at their most bloodthirsty. And they're strongest. And so they're like, someone is intentionally creating vampires. That's not good. Why would they be doing that? So they're there. And they're surprised that the Volturi hasn't stepped in to stop it because it's like causing too much of a fuss. The Volturi's whole thing is that people shouldn't know about the existence of vampires. So it seems suspect. The next day on the reservation, Bella is hanging out with Jacob and she invites him. There's going to be a graduation party at the Collins and she invites him to come to that. And he's just goes like, okay, but this, you know, I wanted to do this smoother, but this is my last chance. This you're going to change after graduation. Bella, you, you deserve to know the truth. I'm in love with you. I can give you more than he can. A human life. Touch my chest. There's warmth there. <laughs> Flesh and blood. You don't have to change for me. You don't have to change for me. And she says basically over and over again, I'm in love with Edward. Sorry about this. I'm in love with Edward. I'm not in love with you. And so he forcibly kisses her. <laughs> and she pushes him off and punches him in the face, which breaks her hand. <laughs> the sound design on the punch is very funny. This, the punch goes Conk. like, boom, <laughs> <laughs> is the sound of that punch. 
And she's like, ow, what the fuck? She's really, she's like, it's screaming she's like, in pain. <gasps> she's so mad because she also looks like an idiot now. She didn't even have to, she didn't even get to have a cool moment. We see, you know, Jacob is driving her home. And of course, Edward is there and furious. He, he, you know, read Jacob's thoughts. He knew, he knows what happened. He gets up in his face. And this is, this is, just, this is Edward's best moment because he's like, don't ever touch her without asking her ever again you never lay a hand on her she told you she didn't want that and he and jacob says she doesn't know what she wants which is not the right answer (laughs) and edward says well here's a suggestion why don't you wait for her to tell you that she wants that before you do it which is correct yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and jacob says oh next time she will ask me and it's horrifying and disgusting (laughs) and we hate it (laughs) And and Henley, whose team are you on? I do you want to say it? Okay, listen, don't make me say it. After you have this. to say it, Henley. Don't make me choose. It's always don't been him. Choose it's right always going to be him. <laughs> it's Jacob through and through <sighs> for me. Even in this darkest moment, I don't condone this. And Edward's going to have dark moments as well. You know, it's we get it. But overall, it's Jacob for me. Jacob's who mm. I would want to spend. Eternity with Eternity with He's wow. sillier and funnier And Edward is I don't know Sorry It's just Yeah Edward's not funny I'll give you that I'll give you that Um But Bella goes over to the Carlisles To have her hand <laughs> Bandaged By Carlisle And they're all talking about Like oh you're gonna be Such a fearsome New vampire And Rosalie gets really pissed And storms out of the room Bella comes after her And just says like I, I don't know what I did To make you hate me so much She goes I don't hate you. I don't particularly like you, which is a very fun line. She says, I envy you. You're making the wrong choice. I wish I didn't become a vampire. And she basically tells her life story, which is really fucking awful. Yeah, really sad. Which I wonder if we should, and you know, we will, which we maybe even should have done with the forced kiss, but trigger warning for implied sexual assault. Yeah. That she was engaged to be married it's like what the 1940s ish looks like it Uh and she ran into her fiance one night when he was out with his friends and he was really drunk and they all sounds like assaulted her and Mm -hmm. left her for dead on the street and that's when carlisle found her and turned her into a vampire and then she went back and murdered all of them one by one pretty badass saved her fiance for last so that he'd know she was coming Fiance played by isn't that Danny Houston's son? Oh, he did look familiar. I think it's Danny Houston's son. That's fun. Yeah, that's him. Jack Houston. Oh, Jack Houston. Um, so yeah, played by Jack Houston. Anyway, um and yeah, Rosalie tells Bella like all I wish is that I could have grow old with Emmett and like be able to have freedom and whatever basically growth i don't get to have any of that as vampire everything stays the same and bella says i know that that's what you want but for me the only thing i'm the only thing i want the only thing i'm ever gonna want no i'm never gonna want anything more than edward and rosalie says when you become a vampire there's gonna be one thing you want more one thing you'll kill for and then just to really underline it she goes blood blood (laughs) (laughs) it's like yeah we get it (laughs) but thank you for clarifying uh, and then we get Sammy's favorite line. So I feel like I need you to take it. We cut to Seattle where we see Riley 
Oh, I don't remember it. Wait, who says what it? What did I say about a low profile? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I just feel like I hear that line more in your voice than I have in my watchings of this movie. It's very funny. Riley's just with all these new baby vampires who are just wreaking absolute havoc and no like chill. running around like feral cats, like upending trash cans and like scuttering around an alley. Just like there's a flipped over car. A absolute madness. Things are on fire. And we see things are on fire. We see the Volturi watching Jane and some other guys. I only remember Felix's name. Felix. Just as um just like how you guys are shocked by Anna Kendrick, I'm always shocked Dakota Fanning's in this fucking I know, it's pretty wild. She's pretty wild great in them. She is great in it. Um and it, we see that so they know that this is happening and they're trying they haven't decided yet what they're gonna do about it. Are they gonna let the baby vampires because they're like clearly they're created for a reason, like maybe we let them maybe let it play out. And it's also Jane lets us know that they're She's the decisions up to her because they are aware that Alice can see Arrow's thoughts mm-hmm. and so or is like watching Arrow. And so he's going to be left out of this decision making for the sake of keeping it secret. So it's up to her. And we know that she's very sadistic and she's looking down without an ounce of um, empathy. She just looks so evil. And she's like, maybe we let them do what they were made to do. So she's thinking perhaps them killing Bella would solve one of their problems for them. Yeah. Yeah. She's not a big fan of Bella. Um, but then we get the graduation party, which correct me if I'm wrong, but they're all sitting in sunlight, <laughs> like direct sunlight. <laughs> no, I think it's nighttime. I think the party happens at oh, nighttime. Oh, it's the actual graduation ceremony that they're all in sunlight. <gasps> oh, you're right. No, I think it's in an auditorium. But it's like very bright. But it is a bright, shiny day. Yeah, cor- you're correct about that. So how'd they get in? How'd they get out? Yeah. These are questions that I don't know the answer yeah. to. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But we have graduation. Anna Kendrick gives the, the graduation speech. Have you guys have you guys seen that interview of her online where she talks about giving the speech? No. Oh, she just recently was interviewed about this speech in particular, or for some reason it came up and she was talking about how she thought that she did a bad job during the day of filming. And it wasn't until the premiere when she actually saw the film, she was like, oh, I understand the power of editing now because they basically they just edited in Kristen Stewart's reactions and she wasn't even there the day she gave the speech. But all of that editing makes it look like she's giving a good speech or like, ed- like doing a good job like, at all. Yeah, you're killing it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And Anna Kendrick during the premiere while watching it was like, oh, like, wow, they really made it look like I, I did I a think good it job. Sounds like a pretty good speech. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It does sound like a graduation speech. Basically, it's so interesting because the theme throughout this whole movie is a lot of people being like, I guess this is part of the reason why she sees her mom and Charlie says it at some point. And then the graduation speech is like, you're young, live your life, make mistakes, don't commit to anything too hard. Mm-hmm. And Bella takes none of it to heart. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no. They are treating it as if that's going to be the message of the movie. And when in fact, it becomes like, well, just get married into it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. That's an interesting choice. Uh, but then we go to the graduation party. And Bella is wearing one of the worst outfits I've ever seen. She looks as like per usual. as per usual. She's wearing she like the such starchiest, horrible style. <laughs> starchiest blue button up shirt as if she works at like an office supply store. It's, <laughs> it's so, so strange. Why is she wearing this to graduation party? There's a Muse Muse song playing, of course. Of course. Um, and Jacob shows up. I feel like him and two of the other werewolves show up and they move like agents from the Matrix. They're like <laughs> really walking do. in unison and all turn and look at 
Bella in unison. <laughs> it really made me laugh. Um, and J- Bella says, what are you doing here? And he says, you invited me, remember? And she says, was my right hook too subtle for you? That was me uninviting you. And he Dang. apologizes for forcing himself on her. And she basically says, okay, it's fine. <laughs> and while they're there, we see Alice has a vision. And she says to them, because they were planning on going to Seattle to fight the newborn army or, I don't know, handle the newborn army. And she says, we don't have to go to Seattle. They're coming to Forks. Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. So, you know, stakes are high. And we realize that the werewolves and the Cullens, they need to join forces and they need to fight these newborns together because they're stronger together. That's right. And... The Collins won't be able to take them on alone and uh, won't suspect that they're going to be working with the werewolves. So it's the perfect plan. But in order to do this, they're going to need some training. They're going to need some newborn specific fight training. And we get the best scene in the movie, which makes it my favorite movie of the franchise, which is Jasper training them in newborn fighting. (laughs) (laughs) And it's uh, there's no way for me to describe it. With how good it is, you just have to see it. But we get a little montage. The werewolves show up. We're in the woods. The werewolves show up in their werewolf forms. We get um, Bella's worst wig of the movie. It's so bad. And her wig changes like constantly. It's like they were trying to figure out what wig is good throughout the whole movie. Yeah. It's as if every time they say cut, they're like, all right, let's swap out the wig. Let's try another one. <laughs> let's try it with a different wig this time. <laughs> oh, like it's just man. constantly changing. It's really bad. It's really bad. But Jasper is training all of them how to fight the newborns. He's basically saying like, you know, never go for the obvious kill and, uh, Never turn your back on your enemy. Never turn your back on your enemy. I don't know how he says it, but I just yeah, he's got accent. Little, Did he have yeah, a southern learned, accent this whole time? That was the other thing I was thinking. Yeah, but we've never like, heard him talk this he much. He doesn't oh, really talk much. And I think this was the first time that we've yet learned his backstory, which he fought for the confederacy he did and we sort of just kind of don't ever one. talk about that we don't ever talk about that he was a general in the um confederate, confederate side of the civil war um and we sort of don't deal with that nobody really cares about that and <laughs> he got turned into a, a newborn vampire intentionally by this woman named maria to create basically yeah their own newborn army the same thing that's happening here and so he what i thought i missed was that maybe the newborn army was fighting against the confederacy is that no i don't think so no i don't think so i think it's just always in my in my brain i was like they must be saying that like i must have just missed that it's really interesting to not just put him on the other why didn't she just write him as the other side of this (laughs) could have done it could have done it that way yeah that would have worked better no. <laughs> so <laughs> no. he gets he, th- he this woman, Maria, he thought was in love with him and he did whatever she wanted, which he basically helped her turn a bunch of vampires into newborn or people into newborn vampires to be strong and do her bidding. And then they're in their strongest in their first year. So after they got to be a year old, he would have to kill all of them. It's pretty. It's very brutal. But he thought she loved him. So he would do anything for her. And then he, I don't know, realized that she didn't <laughs> and found, that's when he found Alice. Oh, Alice found him because she's seen him in her visions and knew they were meant to be together. Mm. Alice found him, saved him, changed him from the man he once was. It's so good to find a man and change him and mm. make him in 
into the partner you want him to be. Mm-hmm. It's both mm-hmm. possible and good. And <laughs> it ties nicely into my thoughts on Mark Duplass and Creep 2. <laughs> we did have an extended conversation about uh, the I can fix him mentality and it's a real thing and it is not good and we're keeping an eye on it. Remember? And we're going to, and we're just, keep, we're just flagging it and we're, we're going to keep an eye it. on it. Yeah. And that night after hearing that story, Bella is having a nightmare about Riley and we see like the same scene that we saw Maria whispering in Jasper's ear and all of a sudden we see uh, Victoria whispering into Riley's ear and Bella wakes up and goes, oh, I know who's behind it. It's Victoria, which is like, how did you guys all know that? Like, this woman has been trying to kill you for three years. <laughs> yeah. I guess in their world, it hasn't been three years worth of movies, but you get it. It's like, yeah, Victoria's behind it. Yeah. Victoria's creating the newborn army, and that's why they're not seeing her decisions. She's having somebody else do it. So they're like, okay, great. We're, the, the newborn army's coming here. We know who's behind it. We know what we got to do. It's time to battle. And Bella wants to be there, and Edward says, no, it's too dangerous. And she says, or, yeah, uh, and she says, if it's dangerous, I want to be there. I want to be there with you. And he's like, oh, no, it's actually going to be so quick that like it's not it's like not even a big deal. She's like, well, it's either so easy that it's not a big deal or it's so dangerous that I can't be there. And so he says, you're right. I'll stay with you. I won't join the battle. Um, so that night, the rest of the Collins have to go hunt and, and eat before to get their strength for battle. But Edward doesn't have to because he's not going. So Bella and Edward get a night at home alone. Bella tells Edward... He bought a bed just for her. <laughs> and she basically tells him, I want to fuck you before I get turned into a vampire because I want to want you more than anything. And I know that when I become a vampire, I'm going to want blood more than anything. And you said you wanted me to have every human experience. It's a good argument, honestly. Yep. And yep. he says, not ones that would get you killed. <laughs> <laughs> he's so worried that he's going to fuck her so hard she I dies. Know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um, death, death by Snoo Snoo. Did you guys ever watch Futurama? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is one of the best episodes. They are like <laughs> on this uh, island where it's these alien women who the way they execute their male prisoners it's an all-female planet and the way they execute their prisoners is by having sex with them to death and so as they're like strapped up and being sentenced to death and the woman goes death by snoo snoo they're all like oh oh that's exactly what edward is concerned he's gonna do um but she 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 tries and they start making out and she is trying to take her shirt off and he stops her and it's like not now he basically agrees like fine i'll have sex with you at some point <laughs> but she he's like not right now and he tells her and she she does the fucking bella thing which is like oh i see you don't want me <laughs> <laughs> and he says believe me I want to, but not until we're married. <laughs> and he tells her that he won't have sex with her until they're married because he doesn't want it. He's already destroying her soul by turning her into a vampire. He wants to save what parts of it he can. Oh. Which is pretty gross. I and hate it. I hate it. he tells her that it's, you know, he's from an, a different time. He would have courted her and, 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 uh, taken her on sweet little, I don't know, 
porch dates and uh it's for him it's just really important that they be married but it's one he says it's just one rule i don't want to break so he gets out his mother's ring which is just so ugly so ugly i wrote it too i'm like this is the ugliest fucking ring i've ever seen in my entire life i'd throw it in his face (laughs) it's so (laughs) ugly I wouldn't wear that ring for one day. I would never wear that ring. It's horrifying and disgusting. The rest of my life. And what if the rest of your life was literal eternity? (laughs) Yeah, we got to get a better ring than this, I think, and Edward, you have infinite funds. I think, buy me my own ring. (laughs) Um... But he asks her to marry him, and she says yes, and she puts that ring on her finger. And then... We see, meanwhile, Victoria, just to confirm, like, that is what's happening. We see Victoria with Riley, and she has lied to him and said that they need to make this newborn army and go kill the Cullens because they killed her friend, and they're, they don't want vampires to live in peace, and they're, they're scary and awful, and, like, I need you to help me kill them so that we can live together and love each other and live how we want to live. Um, we know she's lying, but he doesn't. Um... And so we we then are we're prepping for battle and we've decided that the best way for whatever reason, Bella and Edward need to be away from the battle on and they need to go to the top of a mountain. (laughs) (laughs) The best possible place for them to be is on the top of a mountain. I'm like the peak of a mountain. They're like basically camping up on the triangle peak of the mountain. And did they know that it would snow? It seems like maybe that caught them off guard. They didn't bring any gear. They didn't bring any jackets. They don't seem to know that it was going to snow, even though Alice can literally see the future. And we have the internet. Yeah, it's like even a regular human could just do a quick little Google search temperature tonight. And be like, oh, it's cold. Should we stay on top of the mountain tonight? <laughs> but we get we have uh, Jacob has to carry Bella up there um, because they want to mask her scent. Because werewolves are stinky. Yeah, cover it in werewolf stench. So he, you know. I love this. I love these little ploys to get them physically close to each other. It's I very funny. I'm living Especially for the it. way he, he, he carries her in a way that I think is intended to be sexy, but she looks, looks like, like, like how you. Yeah, it's really There's one weird. shot from a distance <laughs> where you see him moving up the mountain that made me laugh so hard. He looks fully naked because he is shirtless, but from a distance, his pants looked like it was just his naked little butt. Well, he's always wearing khaki cargo shorts. Yes, and so the the far away shot just looks like a weird little naked man scrambling up the mountain. It really cracked me up. Yeah, it's very funny. So yeah, this is like, you know, Edward is obviously not happy about this, but has to keep Elle safe. So Jacob carries her basically naked up the mountain. And they get to the top and yeah, uh oh, it's snowing a fuck ton and we are in a little tent at the top of a mountain. She's in a shirt that's not even a flannel. It's like flannel pattern, but I'm pretty sure it's just cotton. (laughs) (laughs) It's like plaid, plaid cotton button up. Just a regular button up shirt with a beanie. It's like, miss, that's not enough for the snow. (laughs) Um, And so she is teeth chattering <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah she's like bobbing around like a one of those little like you know did you have those little like jumping beans when you were a kid oh yeah yeah or the wind up chatter teeth and she's like moving around like that yeah in their um 
sleeping bag. And, you know, the only thing that's going to keep her warm. Edward is also sick with uh, worry over how cold she is. He's he's breathing with his teeth clenched. What can I do? And Jacob comes in the tent and he says, you know, I could warm her up. And so Jacob gets into her sleeping bag with her to warm her up. He says, I am hotter than you. Which <laughs> <laughs> is pretty fun. Oh, man. And yeah, he gets he gets in the sleeping bag with her to warm her up. And he says, it's OK, you'll you'll warm up soon. And, he, and then he says, be faster if we took our clothes off. <laughs> Because he's disgusting. He's a disgusting human being. It makes me laugh. And it is true. It's very funny. Um, and so Bella is, you know, that, you know, has warmed up. She's asleep. We'll see next to Jacob and Jacob and Edward are talking. And, you know, Jacob says she might. Oh, by the way, Bella is not wearing her ring, her disgusting ring. Not because she hates it and it's <laughs> ugly, but because she wants to wait they, until after the battle to yeah. tell Jacob. And she also doesn't want to lose it. That's what she tells Edward. And she doesn't want to lose it. She definitely doesn't want to lose it. She would just absolutely be devastated if if it were to be lost. If there's one thing she wants is to keep that ring safe (laughs) and and hers and not lost somewhere. (laughs) Definitely doesn't want to lose it in the woods. So Jacob and Edward are talking and Jacob says, you know, she could still choose me. And again, Edward's being very healthy here. And he says, if she does, I would let her. And mm-hmm. Ed Jacob says, would you try to kill me if she picks me? And he says, it'd be tempting. And he's ugh, fucking Rob, man. He's just so such a star. I love watching him in this scene. He uh, laughs. He says, it's, t- it's tempting. But no, I could I could never hurt her like that. And Jacob says, you have to you have to understand that, you know, there's a possibility that I could be better for her than you. And Edward says, I, I know, I think that that's probably true, but I'm done telling her, which is, it's, he's not done doing this at all, but I'm done <laughs> trying to decide things for her and I'm done trying to tell her what to do. Um, last time I tried that, it nearly killed us both. He says, it's her choice. I'll let her make it. And she t- he tells Jacob, you know, if you weren't my natural enemy and you weren't trying to steal my reason for existing. I might actually like you. And Jacob says, if you weren't a blood sucking trying to, oh, if you weren't trying to take the life out of the woman I love, I might. <laughs> no, not even then. <laughs> <laughs> and at this moment, I feel <sighs> so funny. sexual tension between them. And I'm like, wake Bella up and have a threesome. <laughs> oh, <laughs> how was that not the fanfic version of this uh, franchise? I'm sure that's out there. I'm sure. I mean, it's, I mean, it's just like I'm exists. watching this being like, I see a solution and it's fuck, a throuple. Fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah. They keep panning down to Kristen Stewart's face throughout all this. As if she's this. awake listening to all As of this. As if she's like smiling just like slightly to everything they're yeah. saying. So then we're like, oh, she's she's hearing it all. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. She's hearing Edward be very healthy and Jacob really not being, you know. Um, the next morning... She comes out in a basically t-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> still a little snow on the ground. It really looks like they're on a sound stage, and she just walked in from a different set, some from yeah. somewhere yeah. else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's wearing the oh the wig from a different day and the shirt from a different set. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, probably exactly true. This was it was when. <laughs> She cut her hair for the runaways, so she's probably just going back and forth between being Joan Jett 
and Bella, which she's honestly, doing like the sitcom mishap where she like is like trying yep. to do both at one time and is yep. wearing the wrong outfit for the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, she wakes up and it's oh, it's the day of the battle. It's uh, you know, time time to get going. And she's with Edward, and he you know says something to I don't know why they're saying this now, but he basically he calls her Mrs. Cullen, mm. and Jacob overhears. And he goes, you're marrying him? And then he storms off. And she says, Bella says to Edward, you knew he was listening. And he says, he deserves to know. And she storms after Jacob. Edward goes to stop her and she says, don't. And she throws her hand away and she storms after Jacob. And he's really pissed and huffing and puffing and is like, I knew you were going to basically it's like, dude, you knew she was going to become a vampire and you're mad that they're getting married. Like, again, yeah. the logic here is not is not ideal, but it doesn't really make sense. He's really mad. And Bella is trying to stop him from going to the battle when she doesn't want him to go all pissed. And he's like trying to go kill some vampires. because He's so mad and she's trying to get him to stay. And he says, give me one good reason why I should stay. And she says, because because you're too important. And he says, not good enough <laughs> because I don't want to lose you. Not even close. <laughs> and then she says, Jacob, kiss me. And he turns with the biggest like auga eyes you've ever seen. <laughs> and he says, what? She says, I'm asking you to kiss me. And he comes up. And he kisses her. And he freaking runs over so excited. And, and like does the thing that gives me the heebie-jeebies where he like comes up to her and he like holds her face really close and doesn't kiss her yet. And then he kisses her. It's just like, I, I, I think Jacob is so foul. I really, really, really get the willies every time I see him. And they make out. And then he's like, all right, see, <laughs> it doesn't work at all. And he still goes to the battle. And she walks back over to Edward, who 100% it's knows so that funny. that just happened. It's, it's so, so funny. funny. And she's, she looks like she just got out of, I don't know, a shot in Fuga. And she's like, <laughs> what just happened? Where was I? And she says to him, she's like, you saw? And he says, no, but Jacob's thoughts are pretty loud right now. And she says, I, 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 don't, I, I don't know what came over me. And he says, you love him. And she says, I love you more. And he says, I know. All and that's it. All of a sudden, so secure. So secure. Not so worried. Healthy. Not worried for a second. I, was, I watched yep. this with Joel. And I mean, he'd already seen it, but I was watching this part uh, when Joel was home. And he goes, that's a, honestly like, that's a huge, that's a crazy response. Like, no, crazy nobody response. would respond that way. No, no. <laughs> but I think, you know. Edward does know that she loves him more. Yeah. And that's just fine with him. Yeah. And, and, you know, people are complicated. <laughs> um, and then the battle happens and we're seeing the newborns come running at the Collins thinking, OK, it's oh, no, we see them come out of the water, mm -hmm. which is really fun. Oh, yeah. That's a fun shot. It reminds me of in the descent. Mm hmm. They travel to Forks Lake by walking through. Uh, water body of water and then coming up out of the water the bottom of the sea 
They walked on the bottom of the sea um, from Seattle to Forks. <laughs> yeah, I'd have to look at a map here because it's not on the coast. So. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure if they could if there's a body of water connecting the two. There's just a lake. It must be some sort of bay. They they walk on the on the bottom of the bay <laughs> to Forks, and they they get onto the battlefield, and they char- they charge at the Cullens. And then, oh my god, over a rock, werewolves leap into the battlefield, jumping on vampires whose, they, the way that they die, they become, we've talked about this in the earlier movies, they like become stone, like their like bodies are basically made out of stone and crack like little sculptures. It was very funny. So I we're seeing like heads so crack much. off and the sound effects are so like, funny. It's like it sounds like metal two metal poles like hitting each other is like what it sounds like when a vampire dies. Like, I'm, obs- bling, bling, I'm bling. obsessed with it. It's incredible. The fight scenes are very very fun and yeah, I think it's very funny that they have no blood and no blood made of stone and we're seeing yeah, vampires like doing backflips over the the backs of werewolves and and meanwhile at the top of the the mountain Edward is like reading thoughts and and telling uh bella what's going on and like okay they didn't see us coming great we've got the upper hand but then all of a sudden he goes victoria's here she knew which is also like yeah didn't you guys expect like she was like oh edward's up there that's probably where bella is it's like fucking duh (laughs) so she goes to them with riley and they start to fight with edward Bryce Dallas Howard's mouth acting in this is really intense. She is moving her lips in ways <laughs> that have nothing to do with forming words. <laughs> it's really interesting. It's really interesting. Yeah, she's giving a lot of performance here. Yeah. A lot. They're fighting with, with Edward. Uh, oh, and Seth, baby youngest werewolf. Is, is there and comes and bites Riley's hand off. Um, so then he has like a stone crack little like stump <laughs> and is really upset about it. <laughs> he starts screaming and Victoria is ready to bail. She's like basically rolling her eyes at this like shut up. Yeah, she's like, oh, shut the fuck up. Loser. And then she's like, all right, you know what? I'll come back later. <laughs> like, <laughs> actually, this seems like there's a werewolf here. I don't really want to deal. And Edward says, you want her? This is the best chance you're going to get. Come and get her. She like you want to take her from me the way I took James, the way I tore him limb from limb, the way I burned him up in a big fire. (laughs) And she gets so mad and she lunges at Edward. And then Riley comes at Edward with his one hand and they're both on top of him. And they're they're really close to pulling his head off his body. And he makes eye contact with Bella and his eyes are all crazy. He's not as strong for the fight. He's not as strong for the fight and he's looking at her and Bella's freaking out and she finds a rock on the ground and she slits her wrist and a bunch of blood comes pooling down her arm, which makes uh, Riley and uh, Victoria both. I think they hiss. I think they look at her and both go like, <laughs> you know, they just get so excited for the blood, which gives Edward the opportunity to push them off of him. Seth comes grabs Riley by the neck, starts dragging him over the rock. He's calling out to Victoria, save me, save me, Victoria. She doesn't give a fuck. He gets pulled away and killed. 
Edward and Victoria get in a a one-on-one hand-to-hand combat and he bites her head off, (laughs) which I did not remember that he bites her head off. Which is pretty crazy. Okay, wait, wait, wait. I feel like I do remember being like, this is crazy. I need to talk through the visuals of this because he's not a werewolf. He's not a werewolf, no. I mean, I guess the implication is that he bites and pulls at the same time. he's like ripping the side of her neck while pulling. I think so. I think it's... And I mean, it's just stone, so I guess it just sort of like pops off. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And he's been emboldened by the smell of Bella's blood. Like he's like has superpowers now. He's been given so yeah, much maybe. strength. This is what would happen if they had sex. Exactly. Right. That's what he's worried about. You go in for mm-hmm. just a simple neck kiss and, and then her head's just popped clean off. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I was shocked by this as well. I this I, it's really an action film. I mean, no wonder you love them so much, Emily, because it's truly mm-hmm. an action packed roller coaster. It's an action packed roller coaster. But yeah, I mean, that's that. Victoria's dead. He throws a Zippo lighter onto her and she goes up in flames as if she has been doused in gasoline. Who brought this up? How in movies they just throw Zippo lighters really willy nilly. Like Zippo lighters are not meant to be single use. Like you want to light them and then. It looked nice. It's a nice one. Just light the thing and then put it the Zippo back in your pocket. Put it back. It's also like she went up so easily. You could have just put. A flame to her, I guess. She's super flammable and walked away. Now he'll get another one, you know, whatever. He saved a lot of money on an engagement ring, so money doesn't <laughs> matter. <laughs> doesn't matter to him. And then, but Edward says, they, they, you know, they need us back at the battlefield. He, he sees, reads Alice's mind. We need to go back to the battlefield. They go back to the battlefield where it seems that the battle is over, but the um, Volturi are coming. And so they realize, okay, we got to get the werewolves out of here because they are not going to like that we had werewolves helping us in this. So the werewolves are are getting ready to leave. And and then, uh uh-oh, there's one more newborn vampire that we didn't see. And it comes up. There's a, a, a scuffle ensues. Leah werewolf tries to get at him, but she's not strong enough. So Jake comes in to get this vampire off of her. And the vampire grabs him around the middle and breaks all his ribs and he makes a sad dog squealy sound yeah and then it is immediately transformed back in oh then they they somebody kills the vampire yeah. they like get you know another wolf like bites his head off or something um so then you know the threat is gone but jacob is very very injured and he's back in his human form lying on the ground you know right ri- he actually does this thing where he has his mouth wide open as if he's screaming but he's making no sound <laughs> Which I do really like. And Carlo comes over and is like, he's broken all his ribs. I thought he said he's broken all his bones. <laughs> he, he might have said he's broken all his bones. <laughs> Every single bone. Every bone is broken, but he's like, the werewolves have accelerated healing. So his body is already like healing, mm, but So they got to get up. him back to set the bones. Yeah, he's like, I need to, you know, take him back. I'll be there as soon as I can. They have to deal with the Volturi, but he's like, I'll come, I'll come after. So the werewolves, all, all, they're all human now, and they they pick Jacob up and they they carry him off, and, and the Volturi arrive, and Jane's there, and she, I don't know, is basically like, wow, you killed all the newborns. Didn't think that. I've I've never seen a coven of this attack uh, survive an attack of this scale, and. Um, you know, Carlisle says we're very lucky. 
someone insinuates that, you know, the Volturi should have come to help out. And Carla says, obviously, if they knew this was happening, they they would have been here sooner. We're not saying that you guys did anything wrong. Uh, Jane notes that Bella is still human. She says, oh, Arrow is going to be very interested to know that this one is still human. And Bella says, a date's been set. <laughs> And then they look over and she sees that the girl whose whole personality is being scared. Guess what guess what is, kind of expression she has on her face in this moment? It's one of fright. <laughs> <laughs> she is there and she looks really scared because that's kind of her deal. And Jane says, Oh, you missed one. And Carlisle and um as me. Yep. Carla and Esme say, you know, she she surrendered to us. We're we, she, we'll take her under our protection. She's she's fine. And Jane says, well, that's not really yours to decide. And she says, Felix, take care of that one. And Felix walks over to her. She's scared. She's screaming. And he it looks like we cut to black. But right before we do, it looks like he's about to rip both her arms off her shoulders. Yeah. It's very funny that they're like, no, we'll keep her safe. We 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 can vouch for her. And then Jane's like, no. And they're like, all right. And they all just kind of awkwardly turn yeah. away. Like, I guess it's nothing uh, we I can guess. do. Sorry, this little girl's about to die. She's what, like 15 um, or something? Yeah. She's yep. young. And they're all just like, eh, oh, well, eh, what can you do? <laughs> um, and yeah, she gets killed. Then that night we see Carl. We hear screams from inside Jacob's house. A lot of screaming. Carlisle comes out and says his bones had had healed, so I had to basically re-break all of them, all of his bones. Oof. Wait, I was con- I was confused by that, so that they could mend properly, or what? Yeah, because he they he's his body started like basically forming around the broken bones because okay. he has accelerated healing. This makes perfect sense, Henley. Okay, and then, okay. So he had to re-break them so that he could set them properly. Okay, got it, got it, got it. And he gave him morphine, but his body temperature is so high that he's just burning burning that shit off. But Carla comes out. Oh, and 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 yeah. So he he gives them the story, and Billy, um, Jacob's dad, who notoriously hates the vampires, says thank you, and they shake hands, and it's nice. It's, it's nice. a nice moment. It's a nice moment. <laughs> it's a nice moment. And it says uh, he's asking for you, Bella. And so she goes in. I don't know. They talk. She's like, yeah, sorry, I'm I'm. Marrying Edward still. He's and like, I'm going to become a vampire oh, still. He, she says that she doesn't want to talk about that right now. All she cares about is like him healing. Mm, and he's mm-hmm. like, I'd rather get all the breaking done at once. Mm, he's mm-hmm. like, tell me, tell it to me now because can't feel much worse than I already do. And it's like, okay, I have already, I have told like, you like 10 a lot of times. times. Quite a few sort times. of seems like you're the one making this worse for yourself over and over again by making me turn you down every fucking time I see you. Every time I see you, you ask to date me and I say no every single time. So maybe stop asking and it doesn't have to be this way. Maybe it's your problem, not mine. And you're the one doing this to yourself. Jacob is disgusting, but he's pretty cool about it this time. He's pretty cool about it this time. And, <laughs> it seems uh, like this time he's maybe actually hearing it. And he says, you know, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll something to the extent of like, I'll, I'll be, I'll always be there for you, or I'm, I'm still gonna keep trying, or something like that. Which is like, all right, dude, fucking fine. Until your heart stops and she's, beating. She, well, she says, until my heart stops beating, and she goes to walk out the door, and he says, maybe even then, Ooh, so like he could, he's, he could get past. He, he could his be okay with her being of a vampire. His hatred of vampires for Bella. Just for Bella. And then we see 
Belle and Edward back in their meadow, their beautiful, beautiful meadow. Uh, agreeing, she says, I'm letting Alice plan the whole wedding. We're going to get married on August 14th, a month before I turn 19, because I don't want to be even another year older than you. <laughs> and Edward tells her, you're giving away too much. You're letting Alice plan your whole wedding. And she says, you don't understand. I've never felt like I belonged in my world. Uh, something's always been off with me. And when I'm in your world, I, I've never felt stronger or more myself. So it's not just for you. It's not just because I'm in love with you. I need to be a vampire. It's, it's what I'm destined to be. So she says, I'm going to need that engagement ring back. <laughs> you didn't lose it, did you? You, you? you definitely didn't lose it, right? You still have <laughs> the same one it. from the earlier. Same one. You, you the same one? It's, <laughs> oh, yeah, that is what it looks like. Yay. <laughs> and she says, there's one more thing we have to do. It's going to be really dangerous. We have to go tell Charlie. And he, and that's what she says. I'm, I'm going to need that ring back. He puts it on her finger. They make out in the middle of a field. We, you know, pan out. End of the movie. Kind of an anticlimactic ending. It really is. Considering that I, that New Moon ended with, marry me, Bella. Yeah. Which is a better of, ending. And it's kind of the same. It is kind of the same ending. <laughs> <laughs> and like, we got to tell Charlie, which... Yeah, we know he's going to be mad, but we've seen that he's a extreme pushover and is obviously going to be fine with it, ultimately. Mm, yeah, he's not going to fucking do shit about it. So that's Eclipse. And Henley... The time has come. Um, say uh, it. I'm feeling <laughs> a say lot it. of pressure from someone. Um, I won't say who uh, on this podcast. I think probably both. I think it'd be fair to say from both of us. Okay, okay, fine, fine. Maybe both of you, but I was really leaning towards um, a lot of pressure to say Edward. <laughs> it's because you feel Jacob. It's because you feel Jacob. <laughs> I, yeah, I want to know who you actually, I, I actually, I mean, I want the answer to be Edward, but only if that is your answer. Do you know what I mean? I'm done trying to, I'm not going to tell you what to do anymore. I tried that, Henley, and it nearly killed us both. You're not going to force me to do anything? <laughs> Uh, I am just not attracted to Rob in this at all. Like, I wish that I was. I'm really not either. And it's funny because Robert wow. Pattinson is, I think I'm attracted to him in other things, but I am not attracted to Edward. No, I'm not. And you are attracted to Jacob? Yes. Whoa. It's, I am more attracted to Jacob. Yes. I it's wouldn't still say like, that I would choose necessarily either of them. Yes. I think <laughs> okay, realistically... That's not an option, but obviously none of us need, to, none of us will choose men like this at all. Please, no. God. <laughs> no, nobody should. I choose, I think I'm going to choose who I would actually be more attracted to, which is Jacob. However, for the sake wow. of the other two movies, I kind of want to be on Team Edward because like he's the winning team. You know what I mean? Like it's it like, is true. He is the winning team. It's more fun to be on the winning team. And maybe that's why I'm another reason why I'm Team Jacob. I like an underdog. Uh, yeah. I like an underdog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you like a dark horse. Um, I, I... There's another thing that's going to happen <laughs> in these movies that also makes it really funny to be Team Jacob. <laughs> really fucking funny. Um, God, I can't wait. Yeah, that's a really uh, But mainly, fun honestly, part. I am... F I, you know how I feel about Jacob. I think he's disgusting and he gives me the creeps. So I'm, I also pick Team Edward because I, I think... You saying that so much... 
had made me kind of feel that way a little bit about Jacob. Like he gives you, me the willies. You saying he gives you the willies? I mean, he definitely gives. He also gives me the ick a little bit too. I yeah. gives you the ick. Yeah, yeah. gives me the ick. Like it's like, ugh. Yeah, I see that. But I'm just so I'm that not attracted to Rob. That's how that's really interesting. I, I respect that. I disagree, <laughs> but I respect it. <laughs> I think he's beautiful in these movies. I keep seeing him as like the 150 year old man that he is. Is that, how old is he supposed to be? Actually, yeah, something like I think that. like 100, 100. Oh, when he talks about how he's like, he's like, I would court you all this stuff. I'm like, he's like a creepy, lecherous old man to me. That's how he's. Oh, that's interesting. I'm like reading him. I disagree. Yeah. Jacob is age appropriate. Mm hmm. Mm -hmm. That's true. But he's the fucking worst. (laughs) (laughs) I just also want to say we do have Silent Jenny here with us. I'm not going to make her speak, but I just need everybody who's listening to know that she's Team Edward. Yep. And so I'm not alone in this. That's true. We're 50-50 in this Zoom. Just needed to be known. We're a 50-50 split. Do you feel as, um, just a little thumbs up or thumbs down, Jenna, do you feel as strongly as Emily does against Team Jacob? I feel like a little less than. she. she I don't think you would say Jacob makes you angry every time you see him. I feel like you can appreciate some Jacob, but you're Team Edward. Okay, okay. she's That's more. Fair. She's more moderate. I do. I do think Jacob is very funny. I'm glad that Jacob is Jacob because it's this, these movies without Jacob would suck. They would suck. And honestly, these movies with Jacob played by a better actor would suck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it literally needs to be Taylor Lautner. It must. And so for that, I, I you know Jacob in that lives does have a place in my heart yeah jacob the character gives me the fucking creeps um okay henley i also want to know your rankings so far of one two and three um i actually agree well i think that new moon is my favorite so far and eclipse is my least favorite i'm sorry and twilight yeah so it would be new moon one twilight the original two and then Eclipse three so far. That's my ranking. I just honestly was kind of bored for a lot of this movie. That's that's my problem is just the villains are so extremely boring and really boring, very one dimensional. And it's like this is our third movie with Victoria. Like I'm very done with her at this point. Mm -hmm. And Riley gives us absolutely nothing. It's. There's fun fight scenes and the stuff between our main three characters is fun. But overall, I'm just like, I could care less about this story that's happening. And baby vampires yeah. are cool. And I think there would have been a a fun way to explore that. And this just isn't it for me. I feel like yeah, it kind of blows Definitely a like cool premise. The, the Volturi sequence at the end of new moon rules i love that part that's like maybe like okay so joel talks about his love his like rankings of lord of the rings movies in terms of discs because when you had them on dvd uh each movie came in two disc sets so his like his favorites are you know movie one disc two Mm. and then movie two disc one Mm. and so i feel like i it's it'd be interesting to think about Twilight in those terms, like halves, like maybe New Moon Disc Two. I might like more. I like that half more than New Moon Disc One, you know. Yep. And and like certainly, 
uh, Eclipse Disc 2, I also prefer. You get all the stuff with the three of them. You get the battle sequence. You get the training sequence, you know. Yep. And honestly, probably Twilight Disc 2, whatever, wherever the baseball sequence is, yeah, is, baseball is the best part. Yeah, baseball is the baseball scene. Um, I, do you remember if the book, I feel like I probably know the answer to this, but has like any more character development for anyone outside of the main three characters? Not at all, I don't think, no. It just, yeah, feels like they bring in characters just to have people there. like Other people there. Yeah, but it's just no Almost thought. Almost like background background actors to the their life. <laughs> yeah, like Leah gets a tiny bit by being a, a jilted lover, and that's kind mm-hmm. of all we get of her. But even that, in comparison to everybody else, is like something, at least. It's something. Yeah, we don't get much. Also, sorry not to keep shitting on it, but the soundtrack is obviously worse than this one. New Moon's soundtrack is so good. The soundtrack is worse, for sure. But Breaking Dawn Part 1, I'm sorry to say, is also pretty boring. (laughs) Except for a few big things that are very exciting. There there are some key moments that really do make it worthwhile. (laughs) And I am very excited to see them because I think I know what you're talking about. And I'm excited to see how that is. Yeah, you can um, kind plays of guess what's coming next. I think you know where the story goes. Yeah. <laughs> and I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see how they do that. First comes love, then comes marriage. Then comes... <laughs> then what? <laughs> <laughs> then what? <sighs> yeah. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be fun. Uh, I guess we'll let... Listeners will let you decide whether you really need a break uh, <laughs> between this yeah. one and our next foray into the franchise or if you're just ready to fucking go do them. But honestly, we promise that in between, we'll give you some horror we'll movies. Do, we'll do some horror movies in between. <laughs> we'll do our job. We we will do our job. And just a final little shout out to future hot dad Robert Pattinson. Ugh. We haven't talked about it, all three of us. He is... We haven't. ...going to be a dad. Really exciting for all the dads out there. You're getting a good one. Yeah. The hot dad bar. It's it's uh, <sighs> It raises the quality of all hot dads when another one comes. It does. It's just like yeah. their, their net... It's net positive. Their average mm-hmm. is raising. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's exactly right. Uh, Every dad just became hotter. <laughs> Congratulations, <right>. dads. <laughs> So congratulations, Robin Sookie. And we'll be back, yeah, next week with I'll tell I'll tell you, we're gonna be doing Gremlins next week. We're finally doing it. We're finally doing it. It's the holidays. It's a it's a Christmas horror. We actually remembered to do a seasonal horror in the season and not after. Yep. (laughs) So that's what we'll be doing next week. I had a lot of fun. I watched it already. It's on HBO if you want to watch it before then. It tis the season. And tis the season, obviously. It's not too scary, so we will do a scary one again after that, but um but it's fun. And yeah, speaking of is tis the season, happy Hanukkah to everyone out there and hope everybody is having a lovely holiday season so far. I'm having a pretty nice holiday season. I'm having a pretty nice one, yeah. We just love you guys so much. We love you so freaking much. And thank you for indulging our Twilight obsession. These movies are really important to us, or at least two out of three of us, or three out of four of us, should I say. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
Um, what voice should we do? I think maybe just something very intense, you know? Yeah, a very intense goodbye. From all of us here, it's scary to watch. This is Edward so mad at anything that anybody does. And this, or Jacob so mad. This is Jacob so mad. So mad. <sighs> goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> Thank you, my friends, for listening to another episode of Too Scary Didn't Watch. If you had fun hanging with us, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We're also on Twitter and Instagram at TSDW Podcast. And if you're interested in things like bonus episodes, video trailer reactions, and other cool content, head on over to patreon.com slash TSDW Podcast. All right, we love you all forever and ever, starting a while ago and continuing into eternity. Adios. That was a HeadGum Podcast. <laughs>